Uh, do we have to talk about this episode? I'm probably going to cut that out anyway. Tom. What are you making strange noises for? <laughs> I'm groaning. Like, it is a bit know. weird to be fair. Oh, right. right, everybody shut up. Let me do the intro. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Ah. Ah. Are we in this sort of mood today, is it, boys? <laughs> no, that, that, that wasn't that. me. All right. Hello, Sorry, everybody. Matthew, fuck off. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Just sad to crack on. Go on, go. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Doc Who Pod. I am Josh. Joined with me, as always, is my co-host, JP. Hello, JP. Oh, I'm not going to enjoy this one. <laughs> Very good. And joining us for the 10th time, I believe, is special guest Bradley Fuller. Oh, do we have to talk about this episode? <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, I'm um, going to tell you that. It's just a shit episode. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> I, don't, I totally disagree. I, I have a lot of fun watching this episode. Did you? I don't know. I really did. You must have watched a different episode to us. (laughs) I guarantee you, by the end of this podcast, I'll have you two on board with it. All right, what's the bet then? I don't know. If you win, we'll keep your stupid noise in at the beginning. If I win, we cut it out. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, before we jump into the episode, should we do our famous section, Who News? Uh, Yeah. Can't remember what happened. Uh, The only thing I've got... Is uh, it was your idea? The only thing that yeah. I've got is uh, the air dates for the specials have been. Oh uh, yeah, that was announced, week, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm actually a bit frustrated about that. To be fair, I'm a bit annoyed they've um, they've started it after the actual anniversary because the anniversary is the 23rd and first episode is until the 25th. I think it would have been better to end it on that, but yeah, I'm a bit frustrated about that. Yeah, but the 23rd is like a Thursday. They're not going to wear it on a Thursday. It's back to Saturday night. No, so you're not they, could have done, they could have done like the two Saturdays before and then the 25th, end it on the 25th. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I'm fine with that. Save it till the, the weekend of the anniversary. They'll probably put some like special out on, on, on the Thursday, I would imagine. But I don't think there's any, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So what is the plan for them? Well, something will come out of that. When's Red Nose Day? I'm pretty sure it's pretty soon. I'll Google it. I thought it was like March. You're thinking the children in need, you dickhead. Oh, yeah, children in need. That's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking pudsy bear. Um, I don't know. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Um, We'll probably, what we'll do is we'll record as normal and then JP will probably boot you off and discuss the specials. And then I will, like, we'll release it as like a a special episode on, we'll try, like, we'll try and do it on a Sunday or or the the Monday or something, I would imagine. Yeah, that's cool, mate. Because uh, you're not allowed to watch them until we finish season four. Yeah, watch them after season four. I reckon that'd be good. Watch them after season four, yeah. Okay, cool. No, that was yeah. Anything else? Anybody else see anything in the news? I think it was a pretty quiet week, to be fair. Yeah, no, I didn't see anything, to be honest. I feel like they released something else. Um, I can't remember what. They did the posters for every episode. Yeah, the posters came out. They look pretty cool. Third one looks really <laughs> good, to be fair. Neil Patrick yeah, Harris, is, Harris is a little dick. He's going to be sick, yeah, to be fair. And I think they released like a Disney Plus trailer, which had some like unseen footage and maybe reveals like a, a monster that we haven't seen yet and stuff like that. But I think that's about yeah. it, to be honest with you. Yeah, fair play. Well, that concludes our very brief, very succinct Who News. If you could remind me next time, I'll um, actually write some stuff down because I forgot it's your that I was fucking done it section. Yeah, but I just forgot. <laughs> you and 
introduced it. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's more the fact that I forget we do it at the start. Oh, sorry. Well, I'll remind you at the end and hopefully you'd have thought of something then, yeah? You'll just drop me a text on the day or something that we're recording and say, oh, yeah, don't forget about your news section. <laughs> okay, right. Very good. Anyway, right. Question for you then, JP. First Dr. Light episode, which becomes a staple moving forward. Um, <clears throat> what did you think? General thoughts? If I was to sum it up in one word, wank. If I was to sum it up in two, very shit. It's not that <laughs> bad, right? It doesn't... Right, right hold on. Go on, go on. The episode ended with a fucking mobile glory hole that he called a girlfriend. <laughs> Get to the, the end there. <laughs> the ending... What the fuck? <laughs> All right, let's, let's address that, because that is the, 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 the main point of this episode, is that, yes, it ends, and he quite clearly gives on to the fact that he's shagging a concrete slab. How mm-hmm. the fuck does that work? I I, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. There's <laughs> a, a, you know, I'd like to think I know a lot about life and, and everything like that, but no idea. Yeah, that's pretty tough. Like, it doesn't even have a hole in it. Like, it must, like, I just, I don't know. It's very, very strange. It is a strange ending, but I have a lot of fun with this episode. I think it's good crack. I'm, I'm really interested to hear what you've got to say about this, to be fair, because I, I can't, I'm thinking back. I can't think of one good thing to say about this episode. Right. For, for a start, the music is on point. Fucking love Electric Light Orchestra. ELO yeah. playing throughout. The yeah, soundtrack right. to this particular episode is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Or that one song. No, they play a few throughout. They do a few. No, they play songs. two, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's um, just different parts of Electric Light Orchestra, isn't it? No, no. no there's definitely at least two songs. Yeah, there's you got Mr. Blue Skies and um oh fuck what's the song called? Electric Avenue, isn't it? We're gonna walk up to that one. <laughs> I can't remember. Don't remember that one. I, I couldn't sing any I couldn't sing any more because otherwise we'll get copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll tell you so before I tell you, right? So this episode is called a Doctor Light episode. And it is definitely the worst of the Dr. Light episode. So because they're now doing a Christmas special, it means they're technically filming 14 episodes in the 13 episode block. So they had to basically do an episode without David Tennant and uh, Billy Piper in it. So we have this one, this series. Next series, we've got Blink, which is arguably like people call it the best episode of Doctor Who of all time. And then yeah, um, the third one is... Um, <clears throat> Turn left, you know, the one where she gets the beetle on her back. Yeah, I thought it might be that one. That's also not a bad episode, to be fair. Yeah, this, I think they're all pretty good episodes, but I think Just granted with, with this one, they're finding their feet a little bit and they didn't know what it was supposed to be. But the idea of it being like, what does the doctor leave in his wake is, is a fascinating concept, no? I, I don't know. The, the thing I did like, the only thing I liked about this episode was they do kind of like the um, kind of like the throwback. Well, not throwbacks, like callbacks. So like when they go through um, Elton and like he's just like, oh, yes, I was out shopping and then these mannequins attacked and then I was out in London. And then I, I, I like that. It kind yeah, of has so a bit. brief. You don't really. It is brief. It literally lasts... I don't think it delves into it enough. I don't know if they needed to delve into it, though. I think it would have been no, more I... interesting if they did. Probably would have been a better episode. <laughs> no, I think it makes, I think it's, it just sets the tone for it nicely. That bit at the beginning where the doctor's in his bedroom or, or in the living room or wherever, wherever it is, that was supposed to be a different doctor initially, but they couldn't get, you know, they couldn't get anybody to come back or they couldn't get the likeness rights or anything. 
that would have made things quite interesting now if we'd have seen like Christopher Eppleston standing in the living room or something. Yeah, I guess, but uh, again, you you kind of I you're looking at that kind of thing where you just said about the likeness. You know, it's like what they did with Rogue One. You know, they they were like, oh, what what are we going to do with the act, you know, actors and actresses that passed away? What yeah, what do you do? I mean, this is two thousand and six. Are we still in two thousand and six, or is this two thousand? Yeah, yeah, two thousand six. Right you know, they don't have the technology to do that properly. I mean, we still don't have the technology now, to be honest. But it's yeah, I don't know. We have since wait, seen... wait, wait. Is that actually true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be a different Doctor, okay. but in early script, it didn't go anywhere. They didn't bother with it. But yeah, originally it was supposed to be intended to. They We've since. We have literally had this conversation about 15 minutes ago. Oh, I must have zoned out. <laughs> anyway. Story of my episode, that was. Oh, yes. I'm, that again. I'm, I'm bored talking about it, to be honest. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a bit off topic, but they've since gone on and they've recast the first Doctor because obviously William Hartnell is long dead, blah, blah, blah. All right, yep. Christopher Eccleston doesn't want, well, at least he says at the minute, he doesn't want anything to do with Doctor Who again, right? Yeah. Do you recast him? Oh, and who with? And who with? Yeah, exactly. I don't think you can recast him unless he dies. To be fair, um, and I also don't know who you'd recast him with. But I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. JP, what do you reckon? Can you recast? Like it doesn't have to just be looks. It has to be like aura. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Aura. I reckon. I mean, who, Michael who, who Fassbender. Who? Michael Fassbender. He's the guy from, uh, he's in like the Prometheus films. You know, he's that weird android. I don't think I've seen Prometheus. How would it work? He looks nothing like Christopher Eccleston. No, but they've got the same sort of aura. I don't know how else to say it. They've just got the same energy. Mm, no, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't really know him enough, I think. But what do you think, JP? You mentioned, obviously, that the tech's not there to recreate their likeness. Yeah, what about recasting? I don't know. I'm probably the worst person to ask this. I, I, I kind of get face blindness. It's just really weird. I just like people merge together. I just no idea. Um, I don't know, who would I recast as Christopher Eccleston? Oh, I know who I would. Go on. Um, oh, I don't know his name. The guy out of James Bond who plays the new M. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, I kind of see it. Ralph Fiennes. He's about 70 years old, though, isn't he? Yeah, but he looks like him, and I reckon he's got that same sort of thing. I don't think he looks like him at all. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, bang on. But do you think, so he's, you know, if he doesn't come back for the 60th, do you think mm. they should recast him? No. You don't, don't you? You think they should work around it. it, like with the War Doctor or whatever it is? Yeah, just leave him out of it. Who's the War Doctor? Oh, we'll get there, really. JP. Spoils. Uh, spoilers. Spoils. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> spoils. Spoils. <laughs> okay, so the thing I like the best about this episode is that everybody's just a really likable character in it. And I think it's supposed to be a reflection on the Who community that was developing at the time. Like, we basically are Linda at this point. We're just a little community. We're just having a little bit of a laugh. We're putting together these weirdly edited you know, shitty podcasts, and we're just we're just having a laugh. I just think this episode, forget about the story. It's just quite a lovely place to be. Like, just it, you sort of put yourself, and you're like, oh, I feel like I could be part of Linda. Like, I like everybody here. You're all a bit strange. You're all a bit friendly. You're all having a good time. It's just just a really lovely episode. I think. 
Nah, it's not good enough for me. I don't, <laughs> I don't see the point of it. I don't, I don't, I get what you, I mean, is this, uh, going, back, going back to what you said earlier, is that true that because of the Christmas special, they had to effectively make an episode without the Doctor and Rose? And yeah, why yeah. is that true? Because they can film then two episodes at the same time or near enough the same time. And uh, I think, like, from doing what, what they I only did, contracted to 13 episodes or something then? I think it's a pay thing more than anything. I think they have, they would have to pay, like, David Tennant and Billy Piper an extra episode, basically. And when you're talking, like, whatever it is, tens of thousands. I mean, I'd rather episode. pay them some more money and have a good episode than... But this like isn't a, a bad one. episode. It is a bad episode. It is a bad episode. It's you're only saying episode. it's not because you're trying to be different. No, I genuinely like this episode. I don't think it works as an episode of Doctor Who, but I do think it works as like a universe building, a law building episode. Like this shows that like it's clearly a filler episode. It's clearly nonsense, but life happens without the Doctor. I think the bits with Jackie and Elton in particular are fucking brilliant. Like genuinely really amazing. Really? You don't? I thought it was... I've seen better acting. Like I've seen a better storyline than a fucking porno, mate. <laughs> I think I've, I've, it's basically like watching Doc Cotton in EastEnders, to be honest, mate, in the laundrette. But I you think know, that's I the point. It's supposed Jackie's supposed to be this relatable character. She doesn't really trust the Doctor still at this point. But what this episode does show is she will fucking do anything to protect Rose. Uh, no, like genuinely, when the episode starts, I'm like, oh, I'm sure she gives away some information by mistake. I'm sure she slips up, but. She does not. She will protect Rose and the Doctor now to her grave, no matter what. She won't even accidentally let some information slip, which I thought is the way it was going to go, even having seen the episode. So I think in terms of Jackie, it's really good character development. I don't know. I just, it just, it was very clumsy, I guess, that kind of writing. It just, there, there was not, it, it was just the fact that a, he got, you know, Elton got very lucky. It was just conveniently, that was the first market he turned up to. It was just like, oh, I'm looking for fucking Rose. Have you seen this girl? And the, the, the old lady's like, oh, yeah, her mum's down the laundromat. <laughs> like, I just, I'm like, uh, and I get, again, I get why they've done it because they don't want to show him, like, kind of going, because it's pointless. It's pointless time in an episode. You don't want to show him going to different places in London and everything like that. But then, it was just like, he just like kind of, she was like, oh, yeah, my washing machine's broken. He's like, oh, I know to fix the washing machine. But you know, that's very in, right, firstly, going around the town, we don't know how many different towns he's been to at this point. So I'm happy to mm -hmm. wave, wave that off. And secondly, like that whole thing with Jackie, that's so on character for Jackie, isn't it? Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, we've seen Jackie like that with the, uh, with the doctor before. Exactly. Exactly. Of course she sees this cute boy. She's going to try and get him into his flat. and. I love the little line about, oh, I used to have this kid called Mickey that used to help and he's no longer here. I'm like, it's, it's showing you the repercussions from this series and developing the characters that, you know, might not seem that important now, but might be in the future. And it, and it also shows how obsessed... Like who? What do you mean by that? Like Jackie, it shows her character growth. She's willing to protect her daughter. She's willing to protect the doctor. Um, she can't be manipulated in case there is another group like Linda with even more malicious intent trying to hunt down the doctor um and it establishes the doctor is known in this world now it's a it's especially going into the finale it's quite a strong reminder that actually we're dealing with an earth that has been publicly invaded by aliens the doctor is known 
it's just bringing this all back up at a very interesting point in the series for me, I think. Yeah. yeah. Where's Clive then? I think Clive should be in this. Clive's dead. He's being shot in the face. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I, I would have liked it if he'd have got a mention. Um, speaking yeah, of, Elton finds Ursula. But, right. Okay. This is what I love about this episode. The relationship between the group are it's just like so believable and so true and just so lovely as well. Like, come on, you've got to agree with me on that. I, yeah, I, I, like right. I do like the group. And I, I think it was a very sweet thing, Shane, how they kind of developed into a group that met through kind of like a common like or like a common interest, then actually becoming a group that actually is a group of friends. I did like that. I will say I did like that. Yes. But I just, yeah, it was just really weird. I mean, you've got this big group of friends. It's just like, why why would they just suddenly, these this group of friends just suddenly just trust this random man that's just turned up, right? Well, because it's not, yeah, okay, that is a bit funny. But then he's playing, like, they've all got a motive. He's really bringing it back to what they're all there for and manipulating. And that, I think, works. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't know. It was It was a shit episode. I just didn't like it. It started off even with the Dots and Rose right at the start with a Scooby Doo corridor running. Yeah, that's an odd. I, that was an odd choice, to be fair. Straight away, it's just like this is. A, <laughs> oh, that was that was painful. Um, something I did notice in the thing though, the bad wolf virus was mentioned. Yes, good pickup. I actually have something yeah. on that more for Bradley. Um, oh yeah, this is the only episode of Doctor Who. Which includes the Easter egg for all four seasons. Oh, fuck. All four? <laughs> all four of them, yeah. Jack, do you want to go on mute or something for a second or take your headphones off? Yeah, got it. Oh, but can you not hear it, JP, from the other room? Do we assume no. that means he can't? <laughs> I didn't say, yeah. So there's the bad wolf virus. Yeah. Uh, he obviously, obviously mentions torture, yeah. Um, yeah. When he's turned Where's and he's the holding the poster. Where's the Saxon poster? It's the newspaper he's holding, says vote Harold Saxon or something. You know, when he's just turned really? into the absorber off. Yeah. And um wow, that's medical. His home planet, Clom, is one of the planets that goes missing in oh, I knew um, that, yeah. Yeah, that's quite that's cool planet. to be fair, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that's a part of the Easter egg series four, but I reckon you can count it towards it, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's got, it yeah, references everything. So, so uh, presumably Jack's still none the wiser with Torchwood. Yeah, I don't know. He I mean, he mentioned <laughs> it, but then he didn't write it down. So, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see him try and wrangle aliens. Oh, what is it? Angels into this one. Do you want to call oh, him back on? No, I'm back on. I'm back on. Oh, oh shit. No, How long have you been on him for? <laughs> no, 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 no. I heard you say try and wrangle aliens, um, aliens, uh, angels back in this. Oh, no, I think he's... This sounds sus to me. This sounds sus to me. I'm going to say this on record. I promise I didn't hear anything. I took my headphones off, and that's it. All right, fair enough. We'll take your word for it. Well, whilst we're on this, do you want to um, let us know if you you found the Easter egg? Uh, Well, (laughs) I've got fuck all. I I cannot lie. there There was nothing I saw in that episode that just anything. I got nothing. Absolutely nothing. Not even heaven. Where is heaven, Jack? 
in the sky. In the sky. In the blue sky. It's the blue sky. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I fuck off. It literally, I just, I was watching the episode and I was like, there has been nothing. And um, I'm sitting there thinking about ELO. Was there anything like kind of spiritual there or anything like that? Nope, nothing. Yeah, no. Fair to be fair, you you clocked you clocked series one's Easter egg. No, he it? didn't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In this, he didn't get he, he didn't did. get it at the time. <laughs> no, no. So you've missed series two, series three, and series four. But I won't blame you for three and four because they're tough ones. Even I missed one of them. I mean, I feel like I'm at a disadvantage anyway because I've not seen season three or season four. Uh, yeah. Well, start looking. But what <laughs> the Easter yeah, egg? Start looking. <laughs> so, the sooner the better, really. Just anything. Um, I bet it's a concrete slab, you know. <laughs> yeah, it comes back as the main, and that's what turns into the weeping angel. This is the original form. Oh yeah. Oh, to it, be yeah. fair, someone turning into stone—that's clearly an angel thing. Yeah, yeah. There you go, JP. Why are we working out this for you? Yeah. Why am I? Helping you've seen you the rest history? of the season, and I haven't. <laughs> Right, I want to just briefly talk about Ursula and Elton's relationship because it is one of the things that makes this a good episode. I mm. really genuinely believe their connection. Oh. I think the way that it sort of evolves throughout, I think is brilliant. His realisation when he's like, you and me, we're going for a Chinese. And then he's like, oh, not you, Mr Skinner, if you don't mind. Just, just brilliant. Just, it just puts me in my happy place, this episode. But why is that brilliant? I mean, don't you think he likes Jackie for most of the episode, though? As a mate, he even says, you and me as mates, proper mates, yeah? Only because she rejects him in the end. No, he doesn't like Jackie. He was getting too, uh, uh, you know, into his cover. But I have a question for both of you. Yeah. Ursula is obviously moaning Myrtle from the Harry Potter series. Yeah. How old do you think she is here? In the episode or? In the this episode. The actress in this episode, yeah. 35. Ooh. I'm going to say 32. At time of filming, she was 41 years old. Jesus wow. Christ. That's Good insane, idea. isn't it? <laughs> I thought she looked quite young in Harry Potter, though. Yeah, well, she plays a schoolgirl. Yeah, she plays a schoolgirl in Harry Potter. Like, shit, fuck, like, unbelievable. She's 41. And it, this would have been filmed the same time, like around the same time as Harry Potter as well, I think. Maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like Harry, Harry Potter was two thousand and one, I think. Two thousand and two. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. And I don't oh. think she's in it until the second or third one, is she? Uh, no, I think she's I the first one. Isn't she? Cast back, cast back to your childhood, Josh. When did she? <laughs> yeah, when I did know she first meet Moaning Myrtle? I know <laughs> there's that scene in the bath with the golden eggs, but that's the third one. So she's yeah, that's the fifth in... one. Um, when the trolls on that on the first one. I don't know. I, I can't remember in the first one, but I haven't watched it for ages. The first Definitely one is the quite second shit. One. She knows about the Chamber of Secrets. Oh, yeah. That's when she gets introduced. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, I really like um, Ursula and um, Elton. I also really like Mr. Skinner and Bridget. I think they've got a really lovely relationship that develops as it goes through. Yeah. Right. The... Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Very sweet when they're like, oh, did we see you just give her a little kiss? Would you like to have lots of more little kisses? And then she dies. She's just absorbed. <laughs> yeah, but technically he's absorbed as well, so they become one. <laughs> the only thing I didn't like about Bridget is her backstory is that her daughter got involved with drugs and went missing. 
So she came down to London to try and hunt her down. How did she end up in this weird little Doctor Who looking group? Yeah. I've got no idea. A little bit strange, that, but, you know. Why does she also just stop caring about her daughter? She clearly rather would just go to this Doctor Who group than find her own daughter. Yeah, maybe she gave up. Maybe it was many years ago. I don't know why she just wouldn't, like, kind of stay in London. Like, if you're looking for your daughter, why would you travel back and forward? Maybe she can't afford it, mate. She's an old old lady. Probably retired. I'm pretty sure, a tra- oh, I suppose it's 2006, isn't it? As I say, a train ticket from London to Man- or Manchester to London is going to be quite a lot. Uh, not as much as 2006 rent prices, just before the crash as well, mate. Oof, Jesus. Not sure. Not sure about that one. Uh, anyway, I have anyway. got a note here that says none of them know how to play an instrument. That's an interesting choice to get them to form a band. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know why that happens. It's just another part of the pointless story that makes no sense. Nobody it shows the camaraderie. It's a nice little bit, but watching them all pretending to be But they were meant to, to be finding the doctor, and now they're in a band. <laughs> but this is the point of the story, is that, you know, it's all about friendship and that the obsession with the doctor is unhealthy. That's the whole point of the story. The doctor is supposed to bring people together and form relationships, and that's what he does best. And he does it without even being present, but it can be so easily manipulated into this Witch hunt at the end of the day. Mm, I don't know. I feel. I feel. I feel like this is how I feel like at the moment. I feel like you're you, you listening to me talk about my angel Easter egg. You're just reaching all the time. You're like, no, oh, I'm not yeah. reaching. This is how that it was intended. To that. <laughs> it's supposed to show that the Doctor can be used for good, and primarily at his base does cause good. But when manipulation comes in, that's how it all. Uh, that's how it all falls apart. Let's talk about then. Let's talk about the weakest part of the story, which is for sure Peter Kay as the absorber off. I didn't even realize it was Peter Kay. Yeah, he didn't what? laugh. I gave him so many hints. I said, I literally said it's like a famous comedian. Still didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, didn't get it was Peter Kay. Interesting. What do you think of him in the role? I feel like he was given a shit role, to be honest. He this, specifically this is kind of... asked for this role. Did he? I think he'd, he I think was... I'd rather be a Slovene. He was offered Elton, and he said, no, no, I want to play the bad guy. Wow. How long did it take him to recover his career from that? Well, he never really did anything after. He's only just started going on tour again. <laughs> there you go, see? Yeah. Um, it was like a temporary career. Like, it was almost like I mean, a he does now have a residency at the O2. He's doing pretty well now. But... Yeah, no, he's, he's back on his feet. It's taken him, what, 10 years? <laughs> 20 years, nearly. Well, yeah. 20 years, nearly, yeah. Oh, shit, it is 20 years, isn't it? Oh, well, 2006, yeah, it was 17 years ago. Yeah, 17 wow, I don't years. Like that at all. Um, That's not nice. What about the design of the Absorbalov? Not his weird little, you know, Victorian suits. Hume, yeah, like the human form. Oh, it's again, it's very. I honest to God, I had to, I had to pause it, and rewind it, because I, I originally thought that they just left him like fucking bollock, like start bollock naked, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, you just turn around at one point and just say. Has he got pubes? <laughs> yeah, honestly, God, I was like, uh, and then it turns out it's like a, just a cloth, and I was like, fuck for that. But I don't know. It's it, it. It kind of was like a. Um, it felt like the bad guy of a children's horror kind of thing. Interesting, Brad. What did you think of the design? I think it was stupid. Absolutely pointless. <laughs> Why would? Well, one, I don't even understand what the point of him is. Why does he need to absorb people? That's how he's greedy. 
Then where's everyone else then? Yeah, mm. I did. I, I'm assuming once they've been absorbed for a certain amount of time, their faces then disappear. Like that's him still digesting them is, is what I got from that. What? Okay. And then they just disappear. So they will eventually disappear. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Um, go on. I still don't, I still don't see the point of him and I don't see what his, I presume, I don't know if he's ever actually mentioned, but I presume his plan is just to find the doctor with them so he can take his machine. Is it, he take, wants to take the TARDIS, doesn't he? Yeah, he says this in the episode. He says, um, yeah, like imagine all the so energy, the, the doctor. But then other than that, what else does he want? What does he want to do? No, so primarily he wants the doctor because of all the energy, because of all the regenerations. He'll, it's like it will be constantly fueling him. And then he said, oh, and as a prize, imagine when I show up at home in your ship, I, I'll be applauded sort of thing. So, yeah. It's like a bottomless buffet sort of thing when you absorb the doctor, presumably, because he'll just keep on regenerating. I think it's pointless. Well, that's very rude of you to say, Bradley, because Jack, you sort of alluded to it. This was actually designed by a child that won a Blue Peter competition. <laughs> yeah, but not written by the child. <laughs> oh, but that's quite cool, isn't it? I, I wish I'd have known about this competition when I was a kid. I would have submitted the sickest design for a monster. You wouldn't have even been... Well, it makes a lot of sense it. now. <laughs> <laughs> but the other alien thing at the, um, at the beginning, the Hoiks, it has... Uh, been subsequently named. What did you think of that design? What was the hoist? The one where they're running down the Scooby-Doo corridors, trying to throw in the bucket of water over it. Oh, that thing. The dinosaur-looking like thing. Yes, yeah. I don't know what the point yeah. of that was. Where did that even go? What happened with that in the end? Yeah, no idea. No idea. But that was designed using, like, leftover bits of prop that they had. Like, that wasn't... Nobody designed that. They were just sticking bits on as they went. And I think that's a much better looking uh, alien than this Absorber Loft, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, it's more of an alien. It's, it's like a dinosaur alien kind of thing. But mm. the, it's, yeah, it's what Brad said. We didn't really get to see a lot of it. So there wasn't, you can't really make a judgment of it. The only thing we saw was it Scooby doing down a corridor or like several corridors and then at the door and then it gets a bucket of water thrown over it and that's it. <laughs> yeah, but it looked good though, didn't it? Yeah, the, the brief like four femtoseconds we saw. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, the absorber loft, it did look stupid, but the faces, when they're not being CGI'd, and by that I mean someone's copied and pasted the moving face onto the stomach, when they're stationary and the faces are actually moulds, it looks pretty fucking good, to be fair. Flo was a bit unlucky, though, wasn't she? Who? Oh, yeah, yeah. Flo. Yeah. yeah Bliss, isn't it? Bliss. Yeah, oh, is it? Where did I get flown from? Not <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm thinking. Of, am I thinking of the female car from Cars? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that would be. That's that's very unfortunate. Jack, I know you've got a note about glasses. Mm. Oh, I, th I thought you was going to make a point then. If you saw that, you got no. Um, yeah, no, I I don't understand. And in fact, I can't take full credit for this because Brad actually said this as well. That when she gets absorbed, she keeps her glasses. Why does she keep her glasses? I have no idea. Dead strange. Like, I mean, it was designed by a child. Clearly, that's why. Yeah, but <laughs> like, I mean, if if you know if it's designed by a child, but surely the directors would have gone, "All right, you've been absorbed. Now we've got to take off your glasses." 
Yeah, the only thing I can think is maybe she looked too unrecognizable without her glasses, but I don't That's know. true, that could be a point. But I have one other theory. In this universe, whichever the universe, the Doctor and the Rose, and whichever one they're in, maybe glasses are like this antimatter ethereal. Maybe they're not the glasses we know them to be. Maybe they're this different sort of material or thing and they have a different purpose and that's why the doctor so inconsistently uses his i think you're really overthinking the glasses now well i'm just we don't get any doctor wearing glasses in this so i'm just trying to bring it back this is the only example of glasses that we get in this episode yeah but that's that's not for the doctor but maybe just in this universe glasses are a little bit different to how we know them who knows I don't what know, do Brett, they do then? What What do your glasses do? <laughs> I don't know. My glasses help me see. Maybe <laughs> glasses are so far advanced. Maybe they are like electronic glasses or I don't know. I'm just trying to fit all the puzzles of this jigsaw together because we're nearly at the end of the season now. No, I think you're just overthinking it. I think you're overthinking glasses. We, we've, we yeah. have established that the Doctor wears glasses in the presence of people when he wants to seem smart. They're just for show. I've said we have no, we, that is what it's looking like. But there is still that example in um, Age of Cyberman where he's looking at Jackie's computer on his own and he's wearing the glasses. No. One out of all the others doesn't make it anything. But why? Yeah, why? That's, just plot, that's just a plot hole. That's just a plot hole. I don't think we can put it down to a plot. There must be an in-universe reason for it. Oh, but anyway, anyway, more on that next week. Um, I can't believe you guys don't like this. I like Honestly, the bits with Jackie and Elton, I think they're some of the best bits of Doctor Who this season, you know? When he's going around, he's doing all the handiwork. When she's there with the wine and she's like, oh, it's a bit hot in here. You should take your jacket off. And she's like, oh, no. Well, you should take your shirt off. Oh, no, I've put even more wine on you. It's fucking quality stuff, no? It was just weird, if I'm honest. No, that wasn't, very weird. That was out of character, if I'm honest. It didn't seem like Jackie. What? That's the most Jackie thing. No, I just it didn't seem right. Something just didn't feel right about it. Who actually, out of interest, who wrote this episode? I, I haven't checked. Russell did. Did he? Really? Yes, Russell did. Back, I admit, I was, <laughs> I was quite surprised when I saw that at the beginning of the episode. But yeah, it's a Russell See, episode. I'm quite shocked. Um, that doesn't make any sense. It does. It's to build the universe and remind us again, coming into the finale, that there are people out there keeping tracks on the Doctor. That he is a known, arguably threat. Do the finale? Nothing. Everything. No. Yes. It's mentioned, JP. You'll remember the Slovene episode, right? A unit. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as someone mentions TARDIS or Blue Box or Doctor or whatever it is, all the alarms go off, right? Yeah, this is just to remind you that there are people looking for him. It, it's it's well placed. It is a filler episode. It's a budget episode as well. There's not really any CGI. It's a cheap costume. It's all you know reused bits and bobs. But I have a, I have a lot of fun with it. I have a lot of fun with it. I would rather watch this than um, the TV one, the Idiot's Lantern. No, I think Idiot's Lantern was better. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. I don't agree with that in the slightest. I don't think there's any threat in this episode. There's no... There's just nothing. 
No, of course there isn't, but there doesn't have to be a threat. There's no, a cliffhanger. Threat there's, there's no part of this where I think, oh no, what's going to happen now? Like, what's the doctor going to do to get out of this situation? Or what are they going to do? Is yeah, because he... he's not in it. <sighs> At the end, Maybe, were you not know. a little bit like, oh no, how are they going to unabsorb these people? Yeah, no, I, I will say, I, I thought they were, like, kind of, when the doctor came through, I, I genuinely thought they were going to bring everyone back. And I, I was honestly surprised that they didn't. Yeah, they just don't. I think that's heartbreaking. And again, uh, that's another thing, then. It shows the doctor doesn't always save the day as well. He couldn't save Elton's mum. He couldn't save these people from being absorbed. If anything, he's cursed Elton to a life of having to fucking look after this concrete slab. I can't see that relationship lasting. And what does he do when they break up? Smash it. Smash it, yeah. I think they're doing that already, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> he gets a uh, he get he gets a pick council pickaxe from a council van. <laughs> uh, right, I will say on the record before we've even got there, it's ten times better than next week's episode. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. No, it's a hundred times. Better I than quite next like week's next week's episode. episode. I'm <laughs> I'm shocked that you guys aren't as into this episode as you should be. It's a great episode, but I can see you if I'm on to it, move it on. I think. On, so. I think Everyone agrees that this is the worst episode of Doctor Who. They I don't. feel like you're trying to find reasons to disagree with that. If you go by the Internet Movie Database, which everybody always should, if you look at the rankings for this series, next week's episode is considerably lower. Really? Considerably. I think this I is rated... I thought this was the second worst rated episode apart from Orphan 55. No, not by a long shot, mate. Not by a long shot. So um, Idiot's Lantern, 6.7. Love and Monsters, 6.2. Fear Her, 5.9. Oh, that's so wrong. This is, if, if you don't include, um, if you don't include um, Jodie Whittaker's era, this is the lowest rated series of New Who. No. By a long way. And it's absolutely true. No, I disagree. By a long way. So anyway, then, let's jump into Love It I'm or Hate It. <laughs> or anyone's guess of what it could be. JP, you want to start? Yeah, easy. Hate it. <laughs> there was no question about it, man. Like, I'm sorry. First, I can't... first one of the series for me. First one ever on a podcast, but hate it. I think it's wow. shocking, pointless. So this is the first time on this podcast. I want to know who that Adam... was who designed it. <laughs> punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah. This is the first ruling we've had in favour of hate it. I am going to say love it. I think there's more good than bad in this episode. I think the dynamics um, between the characters make this episode. I think it's a bit of fun. I think it's nice seeing what Doctor Who is like without the Doctor. Um, yeah, it works for me. It really does. It's a love it from me, but I do get it, it maybe isn't the best Doctor Who episode. I just, I don't know. I, I feel like I've said my piece. I didn't enjoy it. It wasn't good. I genuinely think I'd rather watch Orphan 55 again. Fuck off. That is so far from true. It's unbelievable. No, no I don't think it is, honestly. <laughs> it is. You are just maybe, saying maybe, that maybe. to be fucking edgy. Maybe it's just because I've seen this one episode a lot more. I've, I've probably seen it like 10 times or something compared to like any of Joe's episodes, which I've seen once. Yeah. I think I'd probably rather rewatch one of them just because I can't remember. And then I'll realise how bad they are and go, oh, yeah, no, probably not. But <laughs> that's my opinion of it. I am I'm genuinely shocked that you did enjoy it. 
JP, I think you're being tainted by watching it with Bradley. <laughs> no, not at all. I just do we need like, to watch like, it separately? I think you need to watch it separately. Yeah. I think you do. I think you do. I think I mean, you to should... be fair, we did sit down, and before he even put it on, I just turned around and went, yeah, this one's shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's like, it was literally like the opposite of last week's, um, like the two-parter last week. And yeah. the fact oh, that Brad like sat down for that, and he was just like, are you ready for the best couple of episodes of Doctor Who this season? <laughs> and I was like, right, yeah. And this week, it sat down, and he was just like, yeah, this is the shittest episode of this season. <laughs> right, Jack, I mean, going into next week, going into next week, do not watch it with Bradley or do not let him speak whilst you're watching it. I want your... I will just stay friend. silent. I won't say a word. I mean, we've already kind of discussed the next episode, but after that... Have we? I won't... Well, we've kind of... Yeah. Well, we know it's about... Did you watch the next time, JP? I did, but I can't remember what it was about again. The Olympics. Girl also... drawing. Oh yeah, no, the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. no, because that's right. I said it was uh, it was Pete's the SpongeBob mom. episode. Yeah, Brad pointed out Pete's mum. I said it's like Pete's the SpongeBob mom. episode. Who's Pete's mum? Gavin Stacey. Oh, wasn't she in a, a previous episode? No, that was Doris. no. You think of Doris? Oh right, okay. I don't think I've ever seen Gavin Stacey all the way through. Oh, well, you're just stupid. Right, it is. As we've said, JP, it's the worst rated of the series. It's my least favourite of all of Doctor Who. I, Jack, I know we'll talk Jack, about it next Jack, week. Don't listen to Josh. Don't let him paint your vision of this. <laughs> Go into it open-minded. It yeah. Just think your own thoughts, yeah? Yeah. All I'm going to say is, and Brad, you'll back me up here, don't yeah. show David Tennant's Doctor running with the Olympic torch if you're then not going to follow up with that at the London Olympics. Will you back me up with that? What do you mean? Like they in this episode, David Tennant runs with the Olympic torch, right? That's how that that's yeah, right. How, why did they not get David Tennant just to run with the Olympic torch? Oh, what in actually in twenty twelve? Yeah, how fucking sick would that? Why would they not? Yeah, do that's that? got nothing to do with how bad the episode is. It's, it's exactly how bad the episode is. It's falsely no. predicting the future. You know what? I actually forgot about that scene, and that scene is brilliant. And I, I oh no, way. It's fucking oh I shit! Can't, we mate. can't even talk about. It. I can't. I genuinely can't wait for next week's episode. Oh, can't you're wait. tapped. You've gone wrong. Do you want to watch it tonight, JP? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just come back from my parents and be like, "Yeah, got it." I mean, we could watch it tonight. Yeah, we could do. When are we going to no, record? Keep it fresh in the mind. Keep it fresh in the mind. I don't think we can record this week, can we? Anyway, we'll talk about that after. Oh yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. Okay, a dip in quality after the Satan Pit and the Impossible Planet. Considering, Jack, it's the third story from the finale, that you're a bit worried going into the finale, right? Oh, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like they're probably going to um, up their game again, I reckon. Do you have any, uh, do you know any thoughts on the finale? What it could be? Or I don't know. Yeah, give us some finale predictions. It has been background of it or... foreshadowed hard throughout this series. What, with the, uh, with, with, with the um, angels? The thing is, yeah. you're not a mile off. For the first half an hour of the finale, you're going to think you're bang on. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I heard, I heard a questionable noise from Brad then. <laughs> if you didn't know, Brad, the first, like, what he's investigating initially, Jack's yeah, going to be like, I've got it. I've got it. Jack, like, I would probably think yeah. I've got it. Yeah, no, to be fair. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Yeah. Get ready for the incoming plot twist. 
don't know. But anyway, we'll, we'll I, yeah, we shall get there. Only two weeks left that we'll be doing the finale. Shit, yeah, literally just fear her. I and then can't we're wait to finale. watch those two finale episodes. Yeah, you fuck, you know, you absolutely know. But, I see um, JP's reaction as well, to be fair. I'm quite excited. Yeah, just make sure you've got a box of tissues at the ready. Box of tissues? Very, very horny for Wankable? <laughs> Rose is unreal in, it, in the finale. <laughs> but anyway, that wraps it up. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for uh, your engagement. Smashed it on YouTube. We got about 7,000 views and X hundred likes. TikTok. So thank you very much for that. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah, to keep the engagement coming, guys. Last week is like Satan pitting Impossible Planet, killing it at the minute. It's by far our is it going well? most successful podcast. Yeah, already it's really? like our yeah yeah yeah. It's overtaken like um loads of episodes already, and it's only been up for a time of recording like three days or something. Wowza! Yeah, well, wowza well, guys, thank you so much for the engagement. You know, we really appreciate it, and. Uh, we're sorry, yeah. you know, we, we are, we, we can only play with the shit episodes that we're dealt. So, you know, we're, we're sorry for the dip in quality in this one, but, you know. I do think blame. people will be quite interested to hear opinions on this episode, though. Hmm. Yeah, all the many fans of this episode are going to want to hear that people like it also. Well, I didn't get ha- any hate for not liking the robot dog, so I think we're all right. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> anyway, anything to add, Bradley? No, nothing from me. Echo that. Echo that. Echo that indeed. Right. And on that note, guys, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Always, um, as always, follow us up on Twitter or X as it's now known. Um, are we on YouTube now as well? We have been from the very beginning. We are at DocuPod on all the socials. There we go. Hit us up on YouTube, all hit them. us up on Instagram, them TikTok, um, and, email, uh... leave us a review. And yeah. Exactly. Thanks for listening, everybody. And adios, amigos.